0: Okay, so this is how we're gonna do it. You're just gonna lean into the microphone a little ah, bit. I feel okay. like this kind of this is kind of how a lot of TV shows or like movies or something, so oh, like, yeah. where it sounds like like it it's blank like and you just hear people talking. Yeah. Or so I don't know, but this is us. This is us. Um. This is us podcasting now. So, we have a topic. We already we already picked up our topic and everything.
1: Yes, uh, we did. Um, goals, achievements. Goals new year's resolution grand ideas right things that you may or may not actually complete
0: this is something that we consistently talk about i feel like that that's why i picked it is just because it seemed like the go-to for um i guess an episode because it's the easiest to talk on for us and if as long as i pay attention to talking to you i should be able to talk pretty fluidly without going in 12 million different directions or just babbling to myself um but yeah so it's february 2nd it's 5 34 p.m that's a perfect time to do a podcast it really is um so in a few hours i'm going to be going down to florida to see my grandmother so this is quote-unquote last minute but it still kind of just fits in there's no rush we're just chilling I'll get to go to Bucky's again. I'll, I'll get you some. I'll get you some Bucky's merchandise.
1: Okay. Like, is the peanut brittle on the table? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, okay. for sure. Um, gotta keep it real. Oh, for
0: sure. I will have to bring it to the Bible study if I can ever make it. Oh yeah, it. there we uh, go. We have the youth choir. So, okay, give. I guess give me your take on on what the topic is. Like, try and dissect the topic as best as you can in your own words. And then I guess I might take a go Summarize at it, it. And then we'll just. Right. And we'll just, we'll just have it
1: like a normal conversation. We're we're not recording type deal.
0: So yeah, go ahead.
1: So a goal is something that should be done in a reasonable amount of time. Uh, Usually a goal has some type of deadline, whether mental or uh, exact. So uh, you might say, I want to go and uh, hit the gym and you know, somewhere inside that uh, you have to start and at some point you're going to, um, accomplish this goal. Uh, the problem that I see with a lot of people is that they don't, uh, set an actual time. So they don't achieve that goal and they don't hold themselves accountable, uh, because we really, really lack that accountability in our, uh, culture. So, um, that, that's what a goal is. Um, something that should be done and it's usually beneficial. Um, a goal can also be cutting something out of your life not just adding um bad habits something that brings you down yeah uh i know <laughs> the phone. Uh, we gotta restart
0: now no <laughs> um yeah Keep it no. Real. uh i know you do a lot of journaling i'm not as good at that because i usually end up forgetting and then i'll go all oh man i missed five days in a row and I'd have to keep up and it's like, okay, now I'm, now I'm just gonna throw the whole thing away instead of restarting because I'll always remember that I screwed up for five seconds. Yeah. But um, I feel like journaling is one of the, my favorite things or like some sort of some sort of recording of what you've been going through in terms of your progress, or I guess in terms of the progression of your getting to that goal so that you can see like where you came. And I kind of feel like it's just enjoyable to be able to look back at each stage of it and be like, oh, I remember that and have that sort of nostalgia of that. And then just, it really kind of gives you a perspective of the accomplishment that you have because you understand the struggle of what it was at point A. And now that you're at point B or C or D or whatever, it's like, I was actually able to achieve this, you know, and it's something that you can actually look back on and other people can like look up to. What um what are some of your I guess biggest goals like right now?
1: Biggest goals right now um is to my biggest goal is to uh, have a, do- a house down payment uh, in the next three years. I think that I can pull that off and uh, you know economy is kind of weird, but uh, we're gonna pull it off. And how much working, are we looking at? Uh, right now, you know, a house down payment. Um, I would really like to not finance a whole lot, so. Uh, I'd like to have about 40 K. Um, and that would be a reasonable amount. Um, and I, I think I can pull it off, but I mean, that's, that's a big goal and it's good to have, um, Ooh, uh, what's the, the acronym I was taught, um, by, a, uh, someone who owns a, um, quite a successful real estate, uh, business that they have like a, a big, ugly goal, um, and uh, like a big hairy goal, I think is how he he described it, and that's something that is seems monumentally impossible, but uh, is something that you get to work towards for the next couple of years. So what is big ugly goal the acronym? Uh, Cause something that'd be like bug Because then, yeah, if, if big ugly goals
0: acronym, <laughs> you can say something that bugs
1: you. And it's uh, like, so that's your motivation or something.
0: Yeah, I like it. That's uh, that's a decent. That's a decent. I don't know. That, no, that's not even decent. That's monumental because, okay, so A, we have horrible uh, housing quote unquote crisis right now. Like I heard something the other day. It was, I think, f- between 50 and 100 years ago. The average salary, uh, annual salary for a person was $3,000 a year. So I make that about in a month um, for, in terms of inflation yeah. and such. Uh, but a house back then was $5,000 yes. a year. So you have like a year and a half's worth of income would pay for a house. Whereas now the average median income uh, in order to, if you were to mock that up, so like the middle class was, that was like the, the middle class back then, the middle class now uh, would have to be at like $147,000 a year yes. just to be able to do the, the equivalent because the average house really? now costs like 450,000 yeah. in order to be able to handle. So it's like, it's, it's monumental to be able to start heading that. And that's something that I want to be doing. So right now I'm doing kind of um, like a put, I put away 50 to $150 depending on what week it is and what I have to pay in terms of bills yeah. Um, away for like a uh, in my savings account. And it's kind of half rainy day fund, half like I can put this into a CD eventually Absolutely. and then it starts making more money. And then I have like about $1,000 in a CD that's made me, I think year to date, like $65 since like 2020, Brilliant. which $65 isn't a lot. I can make that in less than a day, uh, just at my normal job, but that's a thousand dollars I haven't spent. And if I can just yep. keep stockpiling on top of that, then we'll like really be set. So I have to wait till the end of the year and, and uh, until I can like put more or to be able to put like more stuff into that one. Yeah. But just having between doing that and, the whole navy thing there's supposed to be multiple kinds of benefits and especially um so uh I'll break off into what recruiters do so marine corps recruiters or any kind of recruiter for any military branch always hypes up how much money you'll make yes. and it's easily believed at first because when you're at boot camp for however long you're getting paid and you're not spending anything because they're taking care of you. So you get a six thousand dollar check your first week and you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go buy a Hellcat, yep, a always a Hellcat. <laughs> And, uh... and um, you end up, you know, having to finance that, of yep. course, and eventually you're gonna either a go into debt or b have to sell that car because it's a horrible financial decision. Twenty percent interest, um, baby. But uh, you know that's like. Okay, you can't hear anything, but your foot is like shaking the whole thing, and it's vibrating. We're professionals here. We are professionals. Let's not do that. Okay, I forget, but because I I do it too. You know, who cares? It's ASMR. Um, but yeah, that's like one thing that I'm going to. uh, We're gonna take all that, and instead of doing that, hopefully we'll have enough money already put up for a down payment between that and collecting something from that after boot camp and after buds. Cause once again, I'm getting paid and not spending a bunch of money and we can throw that down for an, an easier down payment on a house. Are you still looking at, um, like getting a bunch of guys together and renting out a place, uh, type deal anytime soon?
1: I think something like that could work like the commune idea. Um, and we'd have to like make a, I'll call it the the commies or something. We'd have to <laughs> play into that somehow. But um, I have an in with my dad being a um, builder, and mm. that might be my way of uh, you know buying some land and then being able to have a house built at a deeply discounted rate. So I see having a three bedroom home and then renting it out um, as something that could be very viable. Um, but you know, that's, that's merely a goal, I suppose. And one that we're working towards, but I mean, I I think it's important to have one of those big goals. Mm -hmm. Uh, but what's, what's your big goal? My biggest goal, biggest goal at the moment, at the moment, I think it's kind of just
0: being, okay. So outside of relationship type deal with the whole, like attempting to soon get engaged and be financially ready for that. And you know leadership and such i think it's going to be more physical stuff of course i'm probably a little bit more uh what's the word not endowed but uh passionate about physical fitness than you are just because i mean i'm not saying you're oh, out yeah, of shape. Yeah. i know yeah. you work out you work I, I a manual you. labor job so he you're is fit, but, wholeheartedly more into the Apple. idea is like like training specifically yeah. in order to get in that so we're looking at awesome. just physical endurance right now um and overall just better health with the whole budgeting thing, I've actually been very strict on my budgeting this year. Um, I've started buying groceries more than eating out uh, heavily. And so I make my own lunches um, along with I drink a lot more water. I cut out all sodas for this year just to see if I can go a year without drinking any soda. And like I said earlier, like I had a root beer float last Tuesday, but I'm not going to count that as a soda because a i didn't even think about it it being a soda and b it's just a root beer flow it's dessert right so i'm not gonna kill myself over that but um i've been i've drank a few gallons of water already within the past month as opposed to like usually some sort of energy drink or gatorade or something so i've gotten a lot better at that i want to put on 10 to 20 pounds this year hopefully uh not just like full muscle but just overall um where me and my dad he's going to be quote-unquote drilling me just all through this year we've already gotten up i think it was two sundays ago when it was yeah. when, <laughs> when we had the freezing. wind when we had the wind chill <laughs> of 13 degrees <laughs> he had uh, me and my brother running course. running around the loop like we went out into the actual street and he was just driving behind us because it's 5:30 yep. in the morning on a sunday nobody's going to be awake then um but yeah like i even put on gloves to go run. like i don't i i wear my running shorts and tennis shoes. I don't even put on a shirt uh when it's like thirty degrees to go run but dad i had a i had a hoodie on i wore like a beanie wow. <laughs> i had like no. sweatpants on and gloves and I'm sitting there like and then he'd suck like he would tell us to sprint at certain moments and then sprinting at the end of a like jogging is already kind of just where you want to be done, oh, yeah. but then we'd have to keep the same pace and then he'd like stop us, make us do a bunch of pushups, this, and that, and the other. So there's been a lot of like physical endurance. And it's also like a big mental thing that we have to prepare. Cause hell Week with buds is very much not oh, yeah. training you. It's to see if you can handle what they're going to put you through. Like how bad do you want to be here? It's the thinning, I guess. So it has nothing to do really with like, let's make you physically fit. It's very much okay. I want as many people out of here as possible because we're looking for the best of the best of the best of the best. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the idea is just to put myself as close to physical peak condition and just be as healthy as possible. So instead of energy drinks or caffeine in the morning, I'll take like uh, a little bit of salt and honey and I'll eat it. So I'll get electrolytes and then like glucose and stuff. Um, a bunch of water. I've eaten a lot of steak. I spend like probably 40 bucks every two weeks uh, give or take on on steak so you get a lot of testosterone and protein that's not a bad so, thing at all hey <laughs> it's uh, i actually made like some steak quesadillas earlier i saw those that were, yeah those were amazing I, like it was a tortilla and i was gonna fold them in half but i had so much steak on i just threw another oh, tortilla on top and covered it in go. cheese Let's uh, go. demolished yeah. those but it, a lot of it's just be healthier also you see that big pile of books right there we're going to be doing a lot of reading uh currently we're on oh
1: uh, that's what they're for yeah we're on okay. <laughs> no
0: i was just gonna use them to stack the microphone, <laughs> stack the microphone on <laughs> uh, but i'm on david goggins right now the can't hurt me book so a lot of it's just that's kind of motivation you know because obviously he's insane and whether you trash him and think he's absurd or just think he's absurd and want to follow him, I mean, he, he's dedicated either oh, way. Yeah. And I mean, this is a guy, I think he ran 205 miles in like 39 hours in yeah. one of his races. It's like, ridiculous. if I can get to that level of discipline, then we'll honestly be set. But yeah, that's, that's the idea of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can belch for the budgeting part. Uh, <laughs> this, this man has an entire, uh, sheet listed out and everything. And, uh, it's impressive. So, um, I think that's, that's a testament to you wanting to actually accomplish it. You know, you're moving towards it and, uh, yeah, that's, that's really all you can do.
0: Yeah. I I don't know what it was this year. It's, there's something sort of clicked and as lazy as I feel like on a daily basis, even if I have done stuff, there's just a consistent, I think it still goes back to like my OCD working for me, where it's like, yeah. okay, don't screw this up. You need to make sure you're, you know, on your Ps and Qs about every single, uh, just detail of these plans. So like the budgeting, I don't go out to eat anymore. Yeah, um, I I've been paying off my credit card from all the insurance debt that Absolutely. racked up, and we're we're down to only needing about a little over a thousand more to my goal Nice. uh, nice. of paying that off. Car is going to be paid off hopefully soon too. So we have that whole budgeting system along with just like getting used to what I'll have to do in order to be married and stuff. So that's probably my biggest motivation. But just between that, it's like how good can I be by the end of the year? Oh, excuse me, end of the year. So my new year's resolutions are never, okay, this is something that I want to start now. It's okay. How much can I progress from this point? To the end of December. So I might already be working out, but it's like, okay, so between now, exactly between now and like December, how much better can I get, you know, so maybe I should, it kind of gives me the idea of maybe I should like start taking videos of things that I can do, or like documenting, okay, this is where I started, and then go through and like, okay, this is how I finish and stuff. I saw a guy on Instagram who's like, I guess, working his way to doing a million push-ups over the course of years, and he's been tracking every push-up, and he's like, has his date for what day he's supposed to do his millionth push-up on. He has a bunch of like followers waiting for it, but he does like a few thousand a day. Yeah, I'm doing hundred, the math here. Few hundred and that's thousand crazy. A day. <laughs> uh, I guess you'd have to, if you do do it over a course wow. of like three years, you'd only have to do a little under a thousand a day. But like it's stuff like that Only where it's a like a day. I mean, soon I'm gonna get on work. like uh, I'm gonna get on an Excel sheet yep. and start doing that game that I came up with like the working right, out yeah. game where it's points, points. for just cause yeah. it, I don't know it seems fun and I feel like that's an app I've never seen anyone come up with because I've looked up for stuff like that and I know with. Like coming up with apps, it's usually like, it's either illegal, someone's already thought of it or yeah. something else. And so people that want to make apps are like, go away from me, get away from me. But that's one thing that I figured I might actually like try to do. I've gotten into crocheting. I plan that's on right. doing a few different things with crocheting this year. I want to crochet a dress that um, would be cool. and some other okay. types of clothing. Cool. Um, along with, uh, what was the other thing? Oh yeah. Learning to like doing app development. Of course I want to learn some more really? stuff. Like so that. I, I, I want to actually okay. get into that just, just for the, um, uh, I guess for the fact of I can add it on a resume. Like yeah. I want to be, uh, a woman, a woman wrote man, like you know, this man was written by a woman, like, yeah, like the ones in the yeah. books that are like oh, so perfect exactly. to a degree. I want, like, not for women, just for the fact that they're like supposedly the perfect man. So, I want to be able to hold myself in each and every subject and Definitely. handle yeah. myself. Um, because it's just, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's about as good as you g- can get to be a woman wrote man. So that's that's the title for this is woman the there woman, we go. woman. No, I like it. But um
1: I mean I I got you with the HTML. I mean we yeah. can we can start that. I mean Oh for it's, sure. It's, that it's would fun, be so. that be
0: enjoyable. But yeah, yeah. that's that's the idea is. I mean besides like wanting to there's a lot of things. It's none of its for the fact that uh, and I have to make sure to remind myself often that none of this is like, so that I look good. It's cause Absolutely. you know, I have a creator and he's created me to do things. So I need to use what he's given me, but at the same time I need to use it to like glorify him and point back to him. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's not much purpose, uh, doing something for your own good. I mean, um, it might benefit you in the end, but knowing, uh, your intentions is important. So I think that's fair. Um, I guess in that, that similar vein, um, with like the smaller goals that I have, um, are of course, um, you know, I, I might not do, you know, um, insert whatever your, uh, you know, three hour workout routine is, but, uh, I'm trying to hit uh, 2000 pound, uh, pounds of curls every night. And that's hey. been cool. Hey. Um, I really don't have the, um, the time, unfortunately, cause I'm, it's weird. I hate using the time excuse, but, um, I run into these situations where I'll be up at seven and then I'll go to bed at like, you know, 10, 30, 11. And, uh, I don't know, like the, the work just gets kind of stressful. So it really takes it out of me, but we make time. And I think that that's another thing with goals. Um, is making time to accomplish them yeah so what have you changed anything with your scheduling mm,
0: really? sort of i need okay so my work schedule everybody i don't have to go to the shop because it's all the way in hardyville yes. for work um everybody else does and they get there at seven thirty. so i make sure i'm up by at least seven forty-five when i'm sleeping in and stuff yeah. which has been a little bit more than it should but it's be ready by then they'll either pick me up by eight thirty or I'll leave by eight thirty to go to whatever job to get there by about nine and I work until usually about three I think yeah Fridays it's a little earlier sometimes it might be a little later but um it's it's been pretty pretty consistent around that. um I'll try and do a lot of random working out where um I just drop out and see how many pushups I can do that's just one thing I do is of minutes. exactly yeah. just kind of like okay what's my max set like yeah if I can just do that at least once a day then I can see some progression in that um but I, I need to get better at it and the whole lifting or curling 2000 pounds every night in terms of curl, what uh what size barbell do you or what weight
1: I rotate between 15? 10 and 15 yep, so that's not I bad. mean it's it's something where uh I've started out with 20s and then realize that I get more enjoyment out of hitting a higher number rather than the more, more, weight. Ha- more, more, poundage. Understandable. So, um, it's something a little different and uh, so make it
0: work minor tip. I'd say do it, start out with the twenties and then go as many as you can and then drop down to a different weight and go. Cause then you'll actually build up strength and endurance. That's um, probably
1: what I'm missing. I know that I, I know have really the, bad you have endurance as well. <laughs> That's me. Um, but I mean, I'm running into this thing where I've been doing this routine for maybe, uh, it's been a little while now, going yeah. on uh, five months now and like seeing gains is pretty difficult. Oh so, yeah.
0: So yeah. Um, basically, I I saw, I guess I'll add this because my attention deficit mind won't. Uh, let it down if I don't but there's a guy on Instagram I guess he hated going to the gym but he was a big nerd and he used an excel sheet to like track how many pounds he could lift so he yeah. was like seeing how many pounds all together he could lift by the end of it and then he'd go like okay push day pull day and legs like how much could he lift all together and that was his motivation um but yeah no I would so eating you always kind of want to eat about third within 30 minutes of working out that's when your body's like absorbing nutrients. So if you can find stuff and I know eating is difficult cause I also have the issue of like just forgetting to eat or just not wanting to make something Absolutely. type deal. Um, so I understand that fully. And, um, I, I just amend, I commend you for starting out in the beginning of lifting stuff, but yeah, no, uh, the tip there would just be a lot of lift heavier things. Um, at least like once a night cause it'll build up strength. Even if you're not doing as many reps um and eventually you could just you'll start repping out 20s like you do 15s and 10s and I stuff like but i need to get i need to get like a weight set i have that one bar down in florida yeah i'll bring it i'll bring it back home the, uh, cinder yeah, the, cinder the cinder box the cinder box i'm sure or something. <laughs> 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 i was doing that uh, for one of the podcasts like pictures or whatever uh, and um i was like okay i set like a 10 second timer on the thing and i was trying to lift it up and the thing flung back and like hit me in the back and then i was like okay i just have to turn take the picture for a second and i like just barely got in frame in time but yeah i need i'll bring that back down then i'm just gonna get some plates that yeah. way i can it's more versatile i Definitely. can deal with whatever i want um but yeah no that, i think that's kind of nice to at least see that happen because you know of course women need a good strong protector and this is you true. And as, you're also taller, so filling out your frame is even more difficult. There's, there's,
1: there's a little bit of like an uphill battle here. But there's we make it work.
0: There's memes about um like six foot five guys having to work out ten years. Oh yeah, and it'll be like someone who's real skinny, but it's like five foot five guys the like smelling the gym air and they're like all jacked and stuff. Um, but it's just it's it's funny, but. Or it's just, it's it's true. You have to, you have more of a frame to fill out and you'd have to eat like 3,000 to 3,500 calories a day to really put on weight. Well,
1: I have a problem where- uh, Do you track
0: your macros or anything? Do you ever track calories? No,
1: I mean, my problem is that I'm not really a morning person. Oh, so yeah. I don't do breakfast. I've gotten pretty good at that over the past two weeks. However, mm. I don't do breakfast. And because my work does not like us clocking out, right. um, not because like- they don't encourage lunch, but rather the opposite. They want us to eat lunch on the clock, uh, which feels very weird to me. Um, Mm. I, I feel like if I'm on the clock, I should be working. I'll just end up, um, you know, uh, Willie will make, um, chicken sandwiches for Mm. everyone. And I'll just have one because I have to get back to work. Just, you know, get it down and, uh, continue on with the queue and, um, then I'll get home and I'm tired and I don't really eat a whole lot there. And the cycle repeats. That's so. understandable. So
0: I'm also not a morning person. That's my biggest deal with not working out in the morning is that I just don't like getting up. Um, and I remember you telling me you like, will look at your phone for a little bit in the morning just to get the yeah, blue light. Actually, Cause that keeps you, <laughs> yeah, that keeps you awake. That's um, that's what gets me out of bed. That's, that's, uh, uh, that's something I've started to yeah. do a little bit. Um, is I'll kind of look through it, scroll through it, read my Bible, et cetera, on it. Um, just to kind of wake myself up. But, um, yeah, no, I've gotten pretty decent. I'll usually make a sandwich for lunch. I'll kind of count the calories cause I have like a, a decent goal that I want to. And I'll yeah. probably start making it more exact here soon. But, um, eating breakfast, I've gotten decent cause I just do, uh, toaster waffles. Yep. I'll throw them in the microwave. I have maple syrup, drizzle that down that while I'm waiting for someone to pick me up or like on my way to work. And then a lot of things that I do is snacks, like healthier snacks, yep. apples, bananas, nutri bars, stuff like that that I can kind of just eat and then keep going. Um, I'm a big fan of tapioca pudding, so I'll do a lot of... I've never had that before. Nope. Uh It's like pudding with like rice in it. Oh, so it's... It's, it's, it's not rice rice. rice or... Yeah, it's like rice oh, pudding. Oh, okay. That's I cool. think it tastes better than rice pudding yeah. a little bit, but... Is it sweeter or... A little bit okay. sweeter. Um, But yeah, I'll... I'll down some of that just throughout the day. And it keeps me, it'll keep me from like, uh, just eating one little thing and then not eating for the rest of it. Cause I'm not yeah. wasting time. Cause that's another thing I have. We don't even clock in. We don't have a clock in and yeah. clock out, but we're still hourly, but he kind of just gives us 40 hours every week, even if we don't quite do 40 yeah. hours cause he's very job oriented. Um, but yeah, the basis of that. And then I have that gallon of water that I put lemon juice in. I heard that it's good for your skin. and like, Interesting. I try and keep my, I guess, face somewhat washed, and I need to go wash it and stuff and shave and all that after this, honestly, even though I just showered. But uh, anyway, um, off topic, but, <laughs> but it, attention deficit, like I said. I'm really riding that one hard uh i sound like an autistic person they're like they're always oh, like, we're here for like the ones on tiktok or like instagram that you always see they're like oh but i'm but i'm not and they're like right i'm just i just am and i try to explain like that i'm not just fully retarded i'm just i will just a little i bit. don't have the attention <laughs> i don't have the attention span of anything uh more than a goldfish but um yeah i've been doing that i've been drinking a lot more water and stuff um and then mm. usually when i get home eating is also somewhat of a issue for me, but when it's steak, it's kind of like, yeah, it's enticing it. I mean, to like season something, throw it on the grill and be good. Absolutely, um, it, it, Yeah. I find that just overall enjoyable. So there's
1: that. But, um, I think the, the thing that we're witnessing right now is, uh, that theory that every, uh, conversation that a guy has is going to, um, turn into one thing. And usually that's either like, workout or girls <laughs> so um or trucks i mean oh yeah. yeah automotive stuff is cool too so uh we're we're leaning heavily into the uh the workout portion really? however um we need to move yeah like what what else on the the goal track because right. uh what about achievements achievements Ooh,
0: things that we've already done achievements what's your big what would you say is your biggest achievement just ever? What is the thing that you're most proud of? Like, if there's one thing that if someone asked you like, like what makes you the coolest person ever? What's that one thing that can, that gets you closest to feeling like the coolest person ever?
1: I think my answer would be one that is a little bit different because I don't see it as a huge achievement anymore because I can do it with my eyes closed. And I feel like anyone with half a brain can pull it off. However, given my circumstances and um like the time frame in which i did it i would say building my first computer was because that is what launched me into this entire i'm going to fix stuff and look at kind of where that's gotten me now so um i did that i mean i don't use that computer anymore it's it sits idle on my desk i haven't turned it on and maybe four months but i look at it and uh kind of smile knowing that hey i I built that you know going on (laughs) six seven years ago just crazy
0: yeah with especially with the trucks in the backyard um i mean i have the biggest sleeper over there like the coolest thing ever that's just sitting in my backyard
1: have you talked about on the podcast yet do people know what i don't think
0: do people know okay so clue them in i think so yes people should know from the earlier episodes before because i recorded these before i got my car Uh, so some people should know about the truck so i have for those that you those of you who don't know i have a 1989 is it 89 or 87 i think it's an yeah it's an 89 chevy scottsdale 3500 dually um, you know, eight-foot bed. It's a three-by-three, three, so it's got a crew cab with six seats because bench seats are the best. Oh, yeah. um, it has a 454 big block, which is an amazing motor oh, that yeah. um, one of the cylinders ended up snapping, unfortunately. But
1: Means you have you seen the running out? boards? Exactly. Hey. So we're going to
0: turn it into a 496, which <laughs> is an even bigger engine. We're thinking about putting a supercharger on it. Um, But once we're done, we should have roughly a 1,000 horsepower, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is, of course, what any man uh once but it has amazing running boards that go all the way across which is just it's great it's something that i would love to take on a road trip up into the woods which is another thing i was thinking about i would love to do camping but where you don't bring like a tent and stuff like you just you take your truck uh i was thinking build a shelter that like go out into the middle of nowhere bring rope exactly i was thinking bring rope we could do this actually up in in dillard up in georgia where we have the property. property There's plenty of like little trees up in back in the woods where we're already going to clear out that we could like we could hack them down and make it like a a legitimate shelter. Like bring like a tarp uh, with us, or maybe just little things that don't actually make a shelter or don't aren't already a shelter. Just tools, essentially. Exactly, and then make our own. I think get out there for three or four days. Get three or four guys, uh, you know, Nathaniel type people. Oh yeah, and and go ahead and um, just just rough it for for like, I'd be down for a whole week.
1: I'd be up too. There's
0: like, it's a small town, small town too. Like there's a Piggly Wiggly. Like you don't even have a Walmart in the town, it's so small. (laughs) Like they they have Piggly Wiggly. I think it'd be great, you know, if you go get a few snacks and stuff because oatmeal cream pies are an essential for any kind of camping. Absolutely, yeah. But... (laughs) But I think that it would, it would just be great to do something like that. So, but yeah, that's, that's another thing. Like the whole fix it yourself type deal to go rebuild my own engine and like make a a beast out of it and say like, oh yeah, I did that. It would be absolutely amazing. So I think, uh, first of all, I have to say that you're probably one of the people that got me the most into like quote unquote recycling or like reusing things and not just like, uh, throwing things away or having someone else fix it. Um, so props to you for that, but, um, it's just a consistent thing that I want to do where I'll, I'll notice myself using practices like that of like, uh, no, I can, I can use this for something else or it's like, uh, I can, I can keep this somewhere and it'll be perfect for this, that, and the other. But yeah, like, uh, all that copper and brass that's right behind you in that little bag. I'll, there'll oh, just yeah. be little nuts and stuff at work that we don't use that like come on the stops for, for underneath the sink <laughs> and I'll just put them in that bag and that bag's probably worth like five, five, ten bucks. There we go. And it's, it's just kind of like the little things I would, uh, I want to kind of make, like a ring like if i do get engaged sometime this year hopefully i do i mean that's kind of the like idea forging
1: it yourself type deal
0: forging it myself imagine making your own like wedding band and it might be made out of like copper
1: or brass or something i think i might have to steal this idea because that's pretty cool
0: <laughs> but i think it would be
1: great and copper would be cool because it would oxidize over time
0: exactly and it would turn into a green without being yeah. like real rusty and i feel like if someone hasn't already done that i feel like we could almost make a profit out of it oh, yeah. if we get a forge going that'd be great to like go through and uh like sell stuff like that just out of recycled copper have people like donate like copper scraps or we could just go through and strip all the wires out of houses that at the middle of the night on construction Ooh. sites i like this idea.
1: I mean, free wire. I mean, free just go through uh, with some wire strippers. I mean, if and... we wanted to, you know, go down this tangent, I run into a lot of catalytic converters in, oh. in my day.
0: <laughs> I hear those are very. very <laughs> use. It's actually a useless part of a lot of cars that, it, it like is supposed to be an emissions. Oh, thing. I don't
1: want to even. I, I hate everything about the EPA. I, so I found out, yeah, def, def
0: fluid just turns like the emissions into clear, like trans. It makes it transparent. It's not actually. It doesn't disappear it, like the CO2 it me off or whatever. So it's it just another way nothing. to make money, which is just how everything is run. Unfortunately, nowadays everything is based off of money, um, mainly water. I think I want a well soon because I think I'm sick and That'd tired cool. of paying someone else for water it's water like that's the most basic outside of oxygen that's the most basic human necessity and we like have to pay for it that's kind of that's kind of sad i'd rather there's a lot of things i'd rather work for i think one thing i consistently talk about is kind of the elites and all the stuff that trickles down from the quote-unquote elites um and how i'd like to move back to like the early 1900s or like 1800s um and like just go live out in westward expansion and stuff we're like yeah i might get influenza and die but i'd rather die in my 60s and live a life where everything's like all natural and stuff oh yeah then have to worry about microplastics or like all the things that go through in the packaging
1: absolutely i mean it's really unfortunate to see kind of where we're going and i don't know how to stop it but i think if we lived more like that
0: yeah um, one thing I've, uh, I found out the other day from my mom, you can yawn if you have to, no <laughs> one's going to be bothered by it. Um, but one thing my mom told me the whole Epstein islands thing, the list that came out, a lot of that is just, I mean, of course uh, we've called it out before the whole, like what's real and what's trying to keep oh, your yeah. eyes over here while we do something over here type deal. But, uh, a lot of the names on the Epstein list are like entirely fake. They're just like they—they weren't actually there.
1: Like I'm—I'm I'm still like trying like, to figure out like, how we went from microplastics to Epstein Island. Because it's—it's <laughs> it's, it's the elites, it's the Illuminati. Oh, oh the elites, the Illuminati. Okay. Yeah. You probably have a point. I mean, yeah, I—I I, I have no clue. I'm not. It's smart turning smart the enough. frogs gay, Carter. The, the water's them, turning the frogs gay. Yeah.
0: No, but um, it's it's just it's a lot of like I'm just talking about all the higher up stuff and yeah. the government type deal. Like the government's nowhere near where it should be, and it's not helpful towards us uh, in any means right Being now. Being self sufficient is important. That's, that's, I, that's what I'm like saying, your like
1: idea it. for the well, because that's totally what happens. Yeah. Uh, one thing that's happening in uh, Bluffton, actually, um, Old Town Bluffton, um, a lot of people uh live if you go down to Old Town Bluffton you you end up with this stark contrast between um properties that are worth just exuberant nice. amounts of money mm-hmm. and then if you go uh, a couple thousand feet over you end up with some trailers and these people have been here for ages and ages and um suddenly just property taxes i mean they're being forced out um because Not their own doing, but just kind of the gentrification of it all. The big thing, though, is um, these homes are on, uh, oftentimes, uh, they're on wells and they're on septic systems. So the town comes in and uh, mandates that everyone must get uh, connected to the sewer lines. Mm. However, we're not going to pay for it. So we're going to make you, you pay back for spend exactly. like twelve thousand dollars. somebody to pay money for on something on their own that they, property. Exactly. That they own and, and have been at for decades and decades. I
0: would say the that's probably one of the worst taxes is the property tax. And oh, the most illogical thing is you own a car, so you're going to pay us for that. I can understand a sales tax every once in a while, maybe an income tax in a certain way, and like a gas tax, etc. But you own a house now pay us money cuz you yeah. own a house it's i thought this was america you know home of the brave land of the free but it's very much not free to even live here you're making us pay a yeah. subscription basically to own property and a lot of it's you know all started from like every temporary program the government has started has Becomes always become permanent, permanent. <laughs> yep so it's just it's horrendous like we're talking about people that might not even be like it's not even the ghetto necessarily but we're just talking about lower income families or like in the medium medium range that aren't making hundreds of thousands of dollars every year and they're like oh no this place this place looks nice we can develop this and make a bunch of money off it cuz that's the root of all evil is the love for money and these people love money and so they end up having to you know suffer like you said the property tax of just cause some rich people thought the view looked nice or whatever. And even if I had that much money, I can't say that I'd ever want to live in like a developed suburbs like that. Like it looks so, it's just so dystopian and it just feels wasteful. And I no, I'm not a liberal at all. And Oh, no one should live in a big house. Like, no, go build a big house. But why are you going to like turn everything into the suburbs? Like why Absolutely. you got to put a sidewalk everywhere in a road? Like, why can't we just leave things be and make it livable for everybody? Like, I'm not saying that, things should be handed to people just because they're poor or like at a disadvantage but you can still make it livable still make it like still use empathy in order to like i don't know just base a basic moral system in order to run a society instead of you know making millions of dollars off of every single step someone takes
1: it is definitely interesting to bring or to go into that topic because i've always kind of held the belief that well, should I be talking if I can't present a solution? Mm-hmm. And my problem is I don't see a personal solution here. Uh besides maybe like building a wall around um D C and then blocking <laughs> all food <laughs> and water to that region. Just um Just within just I say we start with the capital. Start small. Start with the capital. Do like right.
0: Attack on Titan, like you know how they have the multiple walls or whatever. So we start with the capital. Then we build like around DC. Then we kind of just go Virginia, Maryland all together and we move everybody, any non government employee out of there. (laughs) And we just say, go, go, here's $40,000. Go, go develop some land. Uh, There's one theory I think would be amazing. So if you took every human on earth, you could actually fit them within like, I think the county of like Los Angeles or whatever, or like the city of Los Angeles. And that's eight billion people, so obviously we have plenty of room. So I would there's... like
1: to see how that works because I uh, I saw a uh, walkthrough of one of the um, just desolate. Um, oh, what do you even call them? Like not not even a slum, but just you know, as the, as close to hell it's not on even earth ghetto, as you can like get. Like the homeless camps. Yeah, and it, it was I don't in think another it means... um, I right. believe that one was. Ooh, they were all the humanitarian stuff going on i want mm-hmm. to say that was in um was that kenya i believe and i mean you had people living on top of each other it was yeah. it was bad no but the the idea of 40
0: acres and a mule is what it is where 40 acres and a mule instead of you know having a bunch of money and going to live in a bunch of confined spaces like the suburbs uh it's just like you don't necessarily need money as much there because it's a self-sufficient type deal if you have because 40 acres is pretty decent that's i don't think that's quite a square mile no I, i i don't think it's actually anywhere near it but that's that's enough like my yard is about a third of an acre so you've seen roughly what it is that's 120 of my yards like that's a decent amount of land to grow stuff on. Yeah. And if we just like could have some sort of quote unquote program where we started people off in an environment like that, or could work towards people moving in a direction of being self-sustained and not being so reliant on quote unquote, big pharma or you know, big this, big, that big tech, etc. Um, and all the living off of like a propagandized, um, advertised, Mono- uh monopoly driven uh i don't know convenient lifestyle everybody would probably be it's happier as it is and uh there's always the saying it's convenient or well it's my saying i don't know if anybody else uses it but it's convenient until it's not and everybody's yeah. like where like the things that are supposed to be convenient end up failing but i just think it's just utterly stupid to live in a lifestyle where you're just always comfortable altogether and of course it went back to like laziness and pride because even laziness stems from pride so like all sin all issues stem from pride money and laziness but money and, and laziness kind of go to pride because there's plenty of lazy people that don't have money and plenty of people that make a bunch of money that aren't lazy but those both circle around pride of how can I get this how can I get that how can I have this catered to me so the rich people make a bunch of money uh having people work for them to make them even more money, so they don't really have to do a lot, and everything's catered towards them and then the lazy people are paying their money to give to the rich people so that they don't have to do a lot and
1: can remain lazy I believe uh this is interesting because I saw something was um, a lot of numbers on that calculator I saw uh something uh today actually mm-hmm. uh on YouTube and it was uh, YouTube has been doing this thing where they'll show mainstream media, like snippets for some reason. And I'm just scrolling through like tool videos. And I see um, that Elon Musk's $55 billion bonus had been rejected because their shareholders said that it was outrageous. Um, however, uh, let's let's do a little bit of calculus here, because uh, if we took that 55 billion dollars and divide it amongst how many uh employees live or not live uh, but work at Tesla. Um the
0: chances of anything pulling up out here are like crazy because Oh yeah are, that's like, right stops. I'm at your house. Yeah,
1: uh boom. <laughs> let's see if it works. Uh anyways. yeah three, two pounds. And um Oh you use dot dot go? I do and that's it amazing. works. Uh let's I
0: so employing like
1: a, nearly a hundred thousand people that's actually pretty impressive, so we have fifty five billion dollars yeah um that's a lot of zeroes i mean you <laughs> you know nine. what yeah. you know what that that is, and we're going to divide it by you know a uh, hundred thousand dollars and suddenly we realize that we can give every single employee over half a million dollars <laughs> and that's
0: just the <laughs> that's, bonus and that's just a bonus wait so. <laughs> does he get like an annual salary then does elon musk get an annual salary i kind of figure i don't really know so to a certain degree like i know he doesn't own all of tesla but like i I kind of figured that he kind of just i don't know because once you own a company like the company still pays you like you don't just give the money directly to your bank account type deal yeah but um
1: a lot of his net worth is in stock so he doesn't have a bank account with just billions and billions sitting there it's it's all theoretical at the end of the day but but the this statue still stands i mean it's he probably still has
0: he probably still does have a few billion dollars just sitting in a bank account
1: it's some or semi-liquid right real estate liquidity you can sell a house in 20 days is
0: liquidating is liquid uh assets uh specifically monetary like money or can can real estate be
1: anything that can be sold or gotten rid of in a short period of time real estate usually isn't the best option so do
0: stocks take longer to sell uh, even if he sold all the stock would the stock go down that's the problem yeah he can
1: actually he has so much of it that he can really manipulate the market so him selling that 55 billion wouldn't actually net him 55 billion billion. would be quite a bit less but um I believe that was just a bonus though. So I don't, I don't think that has anything to do with stocks.
0: How much does one share of Tesla, uh, cost?
1: Oh, it, I figured you could look it up because you had your phone.
0: I just figured, well, I know it varies, but like, what is it for now?
1: Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, let's see. Drum roll, please. I know, um, I know that, uh, 187 huh so you can buy one stock for 187 dollars i have only actually purchased one, one stock before really? uh, one, i have one 500
0: share. i have like 500 dollars and some change uh, with morgan stanley that's um, right yeah. right and i need to put that in something i meant to at some point but then I, somehow they just didn't quite do it because i think i was looking at the i think i was looking at the s&p yep 500 uh, i don't quite know where i was doing but Yeah. Just knowing stuff like that. So basically how the stock market works, you buy one stock for 187. It goes up to 200. You can sell it and you make $200 Buy low, sell high. It's quite literally just retail to a certain degree. It's just how much is like, if you had an apple, you buy the apple for five bucks, you sell it for 10. Well, maybe one day there's more apples than usual and people only want to pay eight for it. So like, instead of profiting $5, you get $3. So to a certain degree, it could almost be like retail. I don't quite entirely understand the stock market. I'm not a stockbroker, but I, that's my basic concept.
1: It could be. I mean, it's... our understanding of it. It really is a, a game, and I don't think that single stocks are really your your best bet. Uh, you want really an index with many and different countries and different um, industries. Um, I'm actually going to set up an IRA uh, retirement account, uh, hopefully this this weekend, Um And I mean, that's an investment into hundreds or thousands of different uh, stocks. Yeah. yeah. If one fails, your entire retirement doesn't get wiped out like it did with that teachers union thing over in like Michigan or something where everyone lost their pensions. Yeah. Yeah fun stuff.
0: I think we were talking about goals. We're still decently goal oriented in this, but well, it's financial. It, goals yeah. We're still talking. Reasonable. We're just talking. I think we're almost, we'll make a stretch. We're here. discussing things and we might not be giving specific advice, but I still feel like we're just giving some sort of in, uh, inlet to some sort of knowledge so people can at least be cured. So, okay. So we have like two ways things can go with, even if we're not talking about the specific uh, topic of goals. One, you could be learning stuff directly from us, Uh, about what we're saying and stuff or two you can just become curious and go look it up yourself so I still feel like we're being helpful in terms of what people are at least benefiting from this but uh yeah I guess we can start closing it up or quote-unquote wrapping it up so in terms of goals um in terms of goals biggest advice is to always remember that you can be better and so therefore you're not sufficient you're significant but you're not you're not Sufficient. Um, did
1: your pastor say that? It sounds like something didn't. he that, did. That probably does sound like something <laughs> he would say. But um,
0: no, that that's something I came up with a few podcasts ago. So that's like, cool. it was uh, like a year ago. But it, it. yeah, it was kind of like a people always. Uh, it was like the self. Uh, what's the word? Like the depression and the I'm not worth anything and the begging for attention by advertising yourself is not worth it. So I was like, I pointed out the people that did. Um that were using it for like clout or whatever, like feel bad for me. What's the word? Um, victimizing. People that victimizing themselves. I was like, okay, here's your, like here's why you're not allowed to use this. And then for all the people that just might actually struggle with their self-worth, it's like, okay, you're not actually like this. So neither one of them can use it as an excuse. Okay, so you might not be significant, or you might not be sufficient, but you are significant. So like your life still matters, um, but you might not be good enough because you can be better. You can always figure something else out. There's always one more thing to do. There's always some way to be more versatile. And I think versatility is probably the best skill you can have. Oh, me. So you might not be uh, the best person in one certain thing, but if you have three different racers, you have a, a weightlifter, a runner, and and someone right, right in the middle that does both. Um, and they all have 50 pound pack on their back. The weightlifter can carry the weight easy, but it can't run well. And then you have the runner who can run well but can't lift yeah. the weight lift uh, weight easy. So, but if you you might not be as good as a weightlifter, and you might not be as fast as the runner. But if you have that sort of versatility, you can do better than both of them. Ironically, so I just I kind of think versatility in that sense is just kind of the best thing, or really in any sense is the best thing to have um so i would always just kind of focus on being versatile and spending sort of time in as many subjects as possible so you at minimum you at least have conversation with as many backgrounds as you can and therefore you can socialize with people and it's not what you know it's who you know and from that point on you're kind of just built to be successful but um i'm pretty sure you might understand my saying how i end these things off but um I, i usually tell the people i'm like have a good morning good evening or good night whatever time you're listening to this and then the phrase i'm pretty sure you've heard it oh can could you say it about what is it do do you know
1: the thing oh oh, oh!
0: oh. it it, it goes like okay so y'all say like do what makes you happy and what glorifies god but if you focus on the second you don't have to worry about the
1: first yeah Yeah, uh do what um glorifies god and um and makes you happy and if you uh focus on the first and you don't have to worry about this second <laughs> hey! You totally just ear raped everybody.